Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Behind the Bunker, episode 464, podcast 344. Thank you so much for joining us. We are live from our studio here on Kossuth Road. Thank you again for joining us. This is our weekly paintball show. If you guys are joining us and don't have the patience to sit through 50 minutes of Facebook, head on over to iTunes, Podomatic, SoundCloud, Stitcher, or anywhere that you get your favorite podcast from, and you can find us there. We put all of these shows that we do on Monday nights, we put them up on uh, up as a podcast, so you guys can certainly go and uh, listen to them there. And it's not just me on Monday nights. No, sir. It's me and Joe Kimson from Flag Riders Paintball. Greetings and thanks for tuning in tonight to Beautiful Behind the Bunker on Monday night. We are here live and we are one night away, one sleep away from Mission Tuesdays at the outdoor field. If you're looking for something to do tomorrow, come on out for some Mission Tuesday paintball or wait till Saturday, Sunday, come play paintball. On. But anyway, you're here for Behind the Bunker, not for me to... Wrap flag just to get everyone out of the house. Gavin, are you coming to uh, Mission Position Paintball tomorrow night? That is a negative, my friend. Mission Position. Have, yeah, it's Mission <laughs> Position. So I'm going to have to wait until August before I can get in the missionary position. Yeah, yeah. And welcome back, Gavin Sharma from Terratech Industries. He's live in studio. We are back. You know what? It, what That's it, right, ladies and gentlemen. I am Zoom free, and thank you so much, Joe. <laughs> I'm actually in the room now, so I can shut you up and do my intro. Uh, welcome, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in. It is wonderful to be back in studio, with the exception of having Joe to my left. Uh, but I'm glad that you, each and every one of you are here. Make sure you hit like, share, or start a watch party. And remember, we're watching the chat, so make sure you interact with us so we can get back to you. Thanks for tuning in. Yeah, yeah. Hey, what do you think of your uh, your backdrop? I put some neat things behind you. I do appreciate the French accent to it, too. <laughs> Your backdrop. backdrop? Yes. Uh, and there's some markers on that wall that will be missing by the end of the program. So uh, <laughs> I'm certainly happy to be back and I'm happy to have my sticky fingers with me as well. Yeah. So, yeah, this studio was built many, many, many months ago, uh, at the beginning of COVID. And now we're finally in stage three where we are. We're in Ontario, Canada. Uh, oops, I just gave away our location, but oh no. we are in stage three, so uh, we're able to have everyone back in studio. But uh, we're not going to have Josh tonight. We are uh, we are still waiting on his COVID test to make sure that he's po- he is uh, negative before we let him in the studio. So hopefully we'll see him back uh, next next week. It's a shame that we're missing him tonight. A shame for you, not me. I'm quite happy without Zubricus here. <laughs> you get more leg room. I enjoyed my uh, four months <laughs> off from Zubricus, and uh, you know I get an extra week, so I'm pretty happy about yeah, that. Yeah. Gavin hasn't been in the studio since, uh, what did we say, March 2nd? March 2nd was my last time in studio, and things have changed a little bit. The craft table is still there. Uh, all these sandwiches now are individually wrapped for our safety. That's right. Yeah. I had to take the tongs away and individually wrap everything. So, so I do appreciate that. <laughs> Um, Matt, are you? Is your transmissions okay? Last week we were having issues. It seems to be much better now, right? Yeah, we're sailing pretty. It's smoothly. the luck of Gavin, ladies and gentlemen. I think so. So awesome! So thank you guys for for tuning in tonight. We are going to be talking about uh, a little later on the show. So get your keyboard fingers loaded. If you could only have just one paintball gun, which which one would it be? Um, and that one I've actually given some serious thought to, and kind of. Yeah, po- pose the press question. And since Josh isn't here tonight, uh, I'll read you his response right now to get the topic going. But he says he would like to take a fully custom marker made by Palmer, Bud Orr, Tom K, and Simon Stevens in a science lab late one night. Neat. Yeah. So, guys, get your answers up. We'll have that uh, coming up soon. 
So I mentioned at the top of the show, you guys can also find us on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, anywhere you guys get your better podcast. But you can also find us on the uh, RTF Network. We are in syndication on the radio uh, network there. We're on Tuesday nights after we go live here. So they put us on at 7 o'clock on Tuesday night. So if you guys want to listen to that on the radio or on their website, you can. Uh, is that terrestrial radio? Uh, it is a Fox affiliate. Oh, nice. So I believe it is. I'm not Fox sure where it's out of, but it's certainly... Fox they're... on the run. <laughs> they're, what did the Fox say? Their mandate is online right now. They're trying to get most of their listeners to uh, to, to use their apps. Um, who is it, George Hay? Was he talking about how he enjoys wearing Crocs at the field? He sure does. Tactical Crocs. So I saw this online. It has nothing to do with paintball. Did you guys see this meme? Did not. That's so fantastic. it's the perfect dad shoe. It's a Croc. Uh, but it also has a little fanny patch attachment to it. Um, yeah, I just thought that would be good for, for our friend George. Hey. And I want to let you know that is a telltale sign that anybody who's rocking that can do a mean cue. He's going <laughs> to grill your steaks and your sausages. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, it'll be fantastic. Cook out. <laughs> um, and the tube socks, are, tube socks are not included, but uh, highly recommended. Um Exalt, ladies and gentlemen, they have their new barrel made colors. If you guys like them, head on over to your local retail store and ask for them. Sure. I do like the white on blue. I think that looks pretty cool. Mind you, the green on the, the teal look pretty nice as well. Uh, Exalt, uh, what do they call it, Joe? Pod, Pods. Pods. Pod swabs, I guess, uh, are back in stock as well. And uh, their marker bag is back in stock. So more things that are uh, back in stock. Back in stock. You have something, Joe? I do. I have something. Uh, this arrived via third-party courier from B. Young and Destiny uh, Paintball. Got a Mike Paxton postcard autographed for us. A second one they autographed. Sorry. Where the hell did it go? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll, hold go. It right. I'll hold it in front of me. There Mike Paxson postcard. I have uh, a B. Young, sort of like Rosie the Riveter style format. Uh, that's for us. A Mike Paxton $5 bill. It's actually made out of plastic, like Canadian money. Some Destiny stickers for us or somebody. I don't know. Nice. And um, look at these. These are pretty sweet. Um, some Destiny paintball patches. I have the purple version, which I, I fancy, of course. And there's the white, red, white, and blue, the America version. America. So, America. So I have these from Destiny. These are from B. Young, so these are pretty awesome. Thanks very much, B. And we will um, mail a couple out if you need us to, or we'll just put them on our gear bags and, and rock them ourselves. Stickers. Very good. Oh, I didn't. Uh, sorry, I'm trying to share the program, ladies okay. and gentlemen. I forgot to mention at the top of the show, if you guys get an opportunity, hit that like and share button. Um, yeah. Have you guys done that? I'm just going to put them in here. I hit like and I will share shortly. <laughs> I haven't done it because <laughs> I've been busy talking. Look talk. at you shaming me in my first day back. <laughs> well, I can see you. Normally you say you've done that, but I've been watching your keys and they haven't been tapping. tapping. Yeah, take a look. <laughs> hit refresh. <laughs> yeah, hit, re hit refresh. All right. Uh, what else? Oh, so Joe and I have been clearing out our storage facilities, and I came across this. Does anybody recognize that aside from Joe? Because I've showed him that. That's the greatest thing. I'm not going to talk about it. I have no idea. Oh, my God. Is it really? This, is it functional? Yeah. Yeah. So, ladies and gentlemen, I'll go back to the original picture. Do Matt, you have, do you know do what you have it one is? new in box? 
I don't have any. I no, don't have I don't one. have it new in box. Do I these, actually physically use that. Do these fit in the Porteous? They fit in any JT goggle. That's so what fantastic. it is is the two squares you see there are ear cups uh, or, or earphones, rather, and they sit... I made a mistake when I originally put them on the inside, but you want them on the outside of your goggle. Oh. And so they go between your strap and the outside of your goggle over strap top on. of each ear. And then there's two plugs there, depending on the, the radio that you have. And that one's obviously listed right or left. And that clip comes off and then pinches through the cutouts on the goggle, uh, goggle ears. And this, the two little buds click into the the holes on the mask right in front of your mouth so you can have push to talk or have uh great i never had one of those and i wish i did. I know todd did but that was a really long answer for a comm system <laughs> okay but well no, i was you know taking we, you for a no, tour you know what we can keep, keep stretching <laughs> the show out what color does it come in <laughs> it only came in black i did some research today what do you guys think of that have any of you guys in the live chat seen any of that and james yes todd must be very old um those came out, uh, yeah, it was a while ago. 2000 and, uh, no. Late 90s, late maybe. 90s, yeah. Yeah. Or, I think it was in the aughts. Yeah, it was It was definitely It was definitely many, many years ago. So, yeah, those those JT Sportscom. Maybe Joe will do a From the Vault at some point with it, and we'll, we'll install it in a in a goggle system. I thought that were, it was a great product. It just didn't really take off, right? So, um, obviously, for scenario players, but not a lot of guys... We're, wish you were, were a, you were a great host. I wish you'd take off. <laughs> yeah, I could leave. Damn it! They already filled me with sandwiches and beer. I could leave. Why are you guys gonna be like that? Um, but no, it, I mean, I remember in the early '90s and 2000s, there was only a handful of people who were still using radios, at least in Canada. I don't know if the United States of America. Uh, and then all of a sudden, it was like there was a discount on radios, and everybody was using it. It was hard to find a, a channel that uh, wasn't compromised That's or right. somebody else on for traffic. So. Um, yeah, so it was a great system, and I would certainly use one again today. It's uh, it looks great, and hopefully, if it's still working, I may have to steal that as well. Um, someone in the live chat just said he had one. Was it Bill Scribner? Bill Scribner says he has a pair. Is it, I, I'm curious if yours is still functioning as well, though. I I don't see why it wouldn't be because I basically I took it I I had it on a olive green um, Spectra. And then uh, I stopped using it, so I took it off of that, and uh, I never did put it on the next, I think the next goggle system I had after that was my Echo 2020 or something like yeah. that. So yeah, so I didn't I didn't end up migrating over, but. And as some guy uh, like myself, who typically wears zebra outfit and bright orange uh, masks, uh, that's a great referee comm system, right? It was lightweight, and uh, you can slip it in permanently into your, uh, into your goggle system. Yeah. I'm still sharing. Nice, good for you. There we go. Um, oh. So what else? Oh, NAM Tour of Duty, guys. August 15th, 2020. If you guys are in the area of Three Rivers Paintball Park, go over and check out the Behind the Bunker sanctioned game that's being put on by Mission Masters. Always a good one when you see our logo on there. Um, we need to get ourselves a schedule, but we really can't do much until negative. Until no. we find out where we're at. Yeah. Hey, it's shout out time. Shout out. shout out time to those that are watching. Giving a shout out to Sayer Harrington. <laughs> <laughs> How are you, sir? Energy ones in the house. <laughs> sorry, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm trying to do it. There's no echo on my microphone or my mustard bottle. But <laughs> it's nice to see you in there. Bill Scribner says his still works. Excellent. Sorry, what were we talking about? Oh, the uh, the sports comms. Very good. Um, I wasn't sure if we were still talking about Viagra or whatever. 
Hey, okay. bag of chips, ladies and gentlemen. This was him last week watching the show. Uh, as you can see, he's uh, opted not to use the exercise machine. Instead, he's got his feet up on his ottoman watching us on his big screen. When's he coming down to play again at the outdoor field? Uh, I don't know. It's not written in his text, but he says this is a 65-inch 4K TV. Oh, God. You could be watching so many better things. You can see Todd's pores. <laughs> yeah, those aren't his, pores. His pores is... Yeah. Um, okay, I'll see. What do you guys this. think of this? This is... Okay, I follow this fellow on um, Instagram, and he's trying out the new camera system uh, for his gun. How soon do you think we'll see something like that for paintball? I mean, let's be honest. Look at the first iPhone versus what it is now, and that was only, what, six or seven years? Yep. No. This can't be... Well, what was the first iPhone on? Like, late aughts? Yeah, you, you have All right, one. well then, let's look at the iPhone first one that came out versus the one that came out four years ago or five years ago. What I'm saying is technology is changing so quickly. Yep. This could be affordable in, in people's hands for paintball sooner than later. You ever see that show, Tactical to Practical? Yes. But yeah, so that's very similar in terms of once the military either moves on to a new contract or finds better technology, uh, those manufacturers then make it for civilian use. So do I see this happening very soon? Yeah, I think with both um, Wi-Fi technology or Bluetooth technology and uh, and uh, the heads-up display that we already had, I think we're like months away potentially from uh, from having that product on, on, on market. Yeah. The Empire EVS system had the HUD system, and that was so awesome. Right. The unfortunate thing is with the kind of the downturn in the market with COVID and Couple of the couple couple of the companies amalgamating and losing some of the R and D guys. We we kind of lost that pro, that that program. Maybe it'll come back, but uh, I'd sure I'd sure like to see some more technology coming back. And if you don't know For what sure. that is, that's the it was a heads up display that projected stuff or information on your goggle lens on the inside of your goggle lens. So when that came out, it was really inaccessible to Canadians because we have the worst cell phone rates in the in the planet. Um, so now we currently have uh, plans where you can have unloaded data. Yeah. And now would make sense versus uh, when it first came out when it would cost you a million dollars just to, to put it on and, and play for the day, right? So yeah. um, if they reintroduce it, we might have a big, better bang for its buck now in Canada, um, maybe around the world as well. But I think that's something that hopefully they can reintroduce because I think it's really, really helpful uh, for scenario play, or big game play, right? You can find out where your teams are and uh, sort of map places where you want to uh, strategically want to be, uh, including the parking lot for sandwiches and beers. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, it's, it's too bad it was introduced so um, before sort of we had the accessibility or the the price range in order to uh, to be able to participate with that here in Canada. And, and and you just used the word map. The guy came out at the field this weekend and said, hey, do you have any bigger maps uh, to play on? He they The first game, they usually take them to a close one so that they can get everybody organized and not have to walk across the field and Joe had answered his question and, and whatever, but I walked away and that was the first time I never flinched after hearing the word map anymore because it's kids. just so commonplace now. That's what them kiddies, that's what they talk about. Could yeah. go to a different map. Uh, Mike Holstrom, can I ask you a question? He says, I want to throat punch him. Are you referring to Demolition Matt? I, I actually don't mind him. I, I find him, I, okay, you, you got to take everybody with a grain of salt, but I don't mind his stuff. But that, that, okay, you have to look at that. That is not blind firing if you can see where you're shooting. I guess it's close to being blind firing, but... But it is wallet winning, really. Unless you have, if you have the funds in order to do that, then, you know, it's uh, it's certainly, yeah. it doesn't level the play. Is that field. cheating? I would say that's cheating. If you don't want to put your body out in front 
uh, get behind your gun, then I think uh, it really it, it shouldn't have a place within uh, within recreational paintball scenario game. Maybe a little, yeah. a little bit different, but making sure gun hits count. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. Um, I mean, I guess that would be cheating. Same with... But then, what about like a Nerf rocket taking out a tank? That's technically kind of cheating well, too, right? Well, you know, right? all of our positions on Nerf, Nerf rockets, <laughs> so... Um, the choir here. Joe and I were speaking to an un- unknown soldier the oh. other day, and the topic w- uh, was about first strikes, and we kind of, like, one of, his, his comment was that first strike rounds are cheating because it's not round ball... It's that next sort of level up because they're so accurate because they fly so much further. That's a question for another night. But is a first strike round cheating? Can I can I answer? Sure. No, I think there's still a there's still sort of the luck factor for uh, for players who are on the receiving end of a first strike round because they're more likely to to bounce. Right. So you're gonna yeah. get more bounces. You get that bounce play on moment. Uh, so I think that it's not cheating at all, um, particularly. The, those who use uh, for sniping, then I'm all for it. Those who use it for the pistol and CQB, I am absolutely anti first strike uh, for, for, for pistols. Yeah. Hey, Mike Holstrom definitely says uh, that his throat is open for a quick jab. <laughs> he does not like him. Oh. Yeah, I, I guess. Um, Richie Rampage Santos also says, I totally agree with you that that would be blind, fi- uh, blind fire. I, I guess I look at it as you are seeing through a camera lens and watching on a TV. So technically you are seeing what you are seeing and you're shooting, but so if you, for me, the way I define blind firing is if you can't see the, the, the tip of the barrel or the, or the barrel, then it's blind firing. So with yours, if the, if the, if the camera's position where you can actually see the tip of the barrel, uh, so you know, you're not jamming into somebody's back. I don't know if it's blind firing or not, but I know that I certainly would count as an old school paintball player. I would pack up my gear and go home and write an angry email to the owner of the field saying, that's not fair. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's neat technology. It, it's, yeah. it's pretty exciting. But would a, if, if Joe was walking around the corner of a building and he took out his, his, uh, his locker mirror and shot his gun because he was looking looking down his locker mirror to see if somebody was there, would that be cheating? It's no different than this. It'd be a lot of coordination, but I guess not really blind firing if I'm yeah. using a mirror to look. Wes Shockley says this is not a blind fire. Also, it says that Wes Shockley shared. Do you see that above it? Or is it just me because I'm oh, an admin? Oh, I Wes like that. Shockley's a sharer. He's a sharer. He's a sharer. Does it say me? Because I just shared it to Sharing like is 15, caring. 15 million people. Dwayne King says, would a, would better barrels be cheating over stock barrels? Yeah, well, no. Nah, uh, I don't think so. I now you're splitting hairs, jerk. But it's you're like, ruining the but it's, like bag of it's like it's like NASCAR, right? All the cars have to be the same weight, and there's only certain parameters they can have. Like I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Lorenzo R. J. Wade says, first time watching the show in the new studio. Big thumbs up, guys. Um, I like that. You want to know why that? You know, we've been in the new studio. Joe and I have been here for the last couple of weeks. Yeah. The only reason why you're commenting on it is because Gavin's here. He's like the. Sh- That's he's, right. He's like the. Uh, <laughs> he's the Studi- looks. Studio meister. <laughs> I was going to say that I am the eye candy of the studio, right? And it brightens everything up. And it looks fantastic. Yeah. Uh, Mike Holstrom. First strike rounds are not cheating. If first strike rounds are allowed, they can shoot further, but I can shoot more paint. Uh, we both have our advantage on the field. I I, I agree. Yeah, I do agree with that statement. Uh, where's Josh? Where are you at? Says Dwayne King. Why the hell does he care about Josh? Manny, about where, all you, the Manny where are you at? <laughs> all the important people are sitting here right now. Not like that freeloader Josh who hasn't even yeah. hit like and share. Dwayne, never you mind. 
none of your business. <laughs> Just relax and watch the show and enjoy it. He's my, <laughs> he's my least favorite top fan. <laughs> That's not very nice. There should be a badge for that. Least favorite top fan. <laughs> um, there we go. Uh, Bill Scribner says it's the same as just sticking uh, the gun over a bunker so you didn't get hit. Yeah, I, I disagree because I think if you're seeing what's on the other side, the whole point of blind firing is being able to see what you're seeing, right? If a referee's there, a teammate, something like that, or uh, or friendly. Yeah. Um, Charles Holton says, I see blind firing as a safety issue. But again, if you're watching on a screen, are you really... Whatever. Well, let's move on. That let that that could be an argument for another day, anyways. Um, where were we? Oh yeah, what was uh, what was this picture all about there, uh, Gavin? Yeah, buddy, <laughs> getting some pew pew trigger time in. So it's been a long, lonely COVID, um, and it was great to be out for a few hours uh, shooting some of my friends. Uh, so I do want to point out that somebody had mentioned it. Um, that is our custom DTB um, goggle system. Yeah, yeah. And our customized TMC. The only unfortunate part of this picture Whoops. is that I don't have the uh, the BTB mag in at the time. Yeah, there's the... That, was, that was in my dump pouch. And look at that. Sporting a sponsor as well. EG on the oh, sleeve. EG. That's right. Did you have an armband on? Oh, no. I did not. That was T-shirt. Very cool. Yeah, I had an opportunity to come out play as well on Tuesday. It was... Uh, it paintball all around for everybody in studio matt you were out a couple weeks ago before so, then i yes. just want to give a quick shout out uh thank you for that photo for dave jenneru uh, from tfr jenneru yeah who was Jenneroo. out um, and decided to put his marker down and take some photos and not often do i get one as epic as that um so that'll definitely be my christmas card for you all going out uh so thank you for that shot dave uh, yeah devin schwartz ha gets one of the last comments he says all this talk about blind fire and that's not even a paintball mask he's wearing Hypothetically, if the technology came to paintball, he would wear a paintball mask. The argument is just, would that be considered blind I firing? Got, I believe he got that mask off of Amazon or Wish. I believe so. Yeah. I believe so. They're still waiting on their uh, their, their ANSI rating to be allowed to play. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Dwayne King says, that's a picture of Gavin in a pretty compromising position. Uh, but he also says he loves Gavin and his haircut. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Dwayne, we're friends again. <laughs> Yay, Dwayne. Kyle Gowling's, uh sums that position up as just sexy. Look at Kyle. Nice to see Kyle in, getting out. Is he coming up for some airsoft tomorrow? There might be a, there might be a little ah. airsoft tomorrow as well at the outdoor field. There you go. Can we go back to Gavin's picture, by the way? Yeah, I please. have to be honest. I photoshopped that. I took the bearskin rug out. And put like a gravelly surface. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> and the, he wasn't holding a marker. His hands were like in a growl position. And that was uh, before the game started. I was just staging like an airsoft for all the photos. So. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, last picture I want to show you guys. Uh, I know this. There's less than eighty now. That this was just a, a refresh of a of a post that happened. But make sure you guys go and uh, get yourself, order yourself the DVD Blu-ray, the six-hour director's cut. You guys get a collectible patch free if there's still some left. I might be too late on this, so today was the, is it no? It's August is the last day cutoff. I sorry, I don't have the actual date, but uh, but start to be shipping in September. So I'm um, looking forward to receiving my copy. I pre-ordered, and I think John's going to be sending out emails connecting with those who had pre-ordered. Uh, to find out which format they would prefer it in, whether it was DVD or Blu-ray. So I'm really, really looking forward to uh, when they start shipping. Yeah, yeah. I, um, 
Yeah, I, I would like to see the the, the, the two-hour movie was great, but I'd like to see all the other stuff that got cut. There was a three-hour movie, just yeah, just shy of three hours. Oh, you're right. Yeah, yes, so it's, you're, like, it's double the action. Now, you're so. absolutely right. Uh, double the flavor, double the fun, guys. What do you know about Planet Eclipse? Do you know that more championships, new mechanical, new electros, new territory, including the new MagFed division? Get Planet Eclipse and take on the world, gentlemen. Anola Gay, when the world's greatest players, photographers, and expected parents need best coverage, most vivid colors, biggest selection, they pull a tab on an EG product. Hashtag pop smoke. Thick, welded seams, stainless steel <laughs> hardware, multiple color options make AirUps the number one choice for inflatables on and off the field. They are made in America by Brent Davis and his team. I gotta change the font. <laughs> Will that change the read? Change the font. So dreams fade. Ruthless paintball products, colors, sublimation, and craftsmanship never die on or off the field. Ruthless will keep you fresh. Use the BTP. Use the promo code BTP15 for 15% off of your order. Adapt, create, and win. Exalt is in our blood. Make your game boil. Get Exalt. Available worldwide. 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 Favorite sponsor out of all the read, and uh, let them know that you guys are watching. Uh, while you're doing that, guys, we're going to fade away for a quick minute and play Joe's From the Vault segment. Um, so why don't we watch that, guys? And when we come back, we'll have uh, maybe we'll start talking about the, the topic discussion. So, uh, guys, we'll be right back. Hey, it's uh, Joe from Flaggers Paintball here on Behind the Bar. dollars boom there's the tipman paint grenade 30 foot blast radius another uh little coupon here we advertise night games in coming up in 1997 and we also were playing tuesday nights like we still are and tomorrow night is a tuesday night mission paintball at the outdoor so if you're free come on out for a few hours of sort of mission inspired low-key paintball uh we have different packages the G.I. Joe, the Rambo, the Sniper package. We still have packages to this day. Um, Phoenix Project, we used to do scenario games. Uh, Phoenix Project, and those will come back, and you'll see them soon. And then we have, uh, I, I collect G.I. Joes a little bit, so I was advertising for some uh, wanted G.I. Joe action figures. And we're selling off some used equipment. Uh, Tipman Pro-Ams for $225 and, tip, and PMI Tracers for $150, which include a sight loader and a 7-ounce tank. So uh, this is um, from the bunker, not behind the bunker, but from the bunker. So you can see where the name probably originated. Anyway, guys, see you soon. Pew, pew. So that was um that was a 1997 version. We used to do one where it was actually printed on newspaper, where you opened up it was like a fourfold. That one I did on Corral Draw. Most of my graphics, it's um 
I think this predates before Todd met um, Corey and became the graphics guy. But um, I used to do that all on Corral Draw one or two with my Windows. What would, what what Windows version would that be? Ninety five. Windows ninety five, obviously. Yeah, yeah Windows yeah. ninety five. So yeah, uh, we we had behind the we had from the bunker before there was behind the bunker, and now sometimes we with air ups we can stand on top of the bunker, or whatever we want to do with the bunker. Um, so there you go. That's um, from the vault, guys. Old school stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, so let's talk about this week's discussion point. Matt, I hid the graphic. I dumped you it sure already. I, I'm sorry. So here it is, ladies and gentlemen. We want to know, okay, whether it's your wife or girlfriend that deems it, whether, however it comes down, but let's say you're only allowed to have one paintball gun. Granted, let's say some of you guys are playing speedball. You'll probably answer something different. If you guys are uh, Derek Durasco, who's watching right now, and he plays 10-man classics, he will want another um, and Gavin plays in, you know, in the scenario, he'll want to have a different. But keeping that in mind, you want one gun to choose what is going to be your one and only gun. Uh, Rapid Paintball Barbados, he posted up A5 Titman with an E-trigger. Because that'll get him on a big game, that'll get him on a regular day. Probably, maybe not speedball, but certainly if that's the genre he plays, that's what he's going to want to do. Uh, James Bart says uh, the 170R. Um, yeah. What do you guys have? You guys got some sheets there? Uh, Tommy Tuo Malala uh, says the G-Tech to shoot in the winter without lube. And Garrett Green Phantom says an EMEC or MG100. Nothing with batteries. Uh, Lorenzo is saying uh, Minimag all the way. Nice. Yeah. Nick Nicholas Schroeder and Automag ULE. Jeff Cap depends on the field of play. Well, you know it can't depend on anything. You have to choose one. Um, James Beadler eyeball my autococker. Neb Nala AGT tack one. What about DJ Hanu Fox? He says uh, axe all day. That's a good one as well as uh, Kryptonic Games says Empire Six. Similar, but yeah. Kyle Owens, Bob Long, alias Intimidator, and Scott Malisic, an SL68-2 with a 20-inch smoothbore brass barrel. Stephen Young says Glenn Palmer's grinder, and Shane Burns says his custom or his kill shot customs mailstorm autococker. Nice. What about um, uh, Celtic Dragon? Says I've got it. The EMF 100. Guess we have to start calling it the EMF. EMF 100. Yeah. Ian Ferrari. That's so difficult. Ramon Cortez. Close combat uh, G6R. I would like to know if Ramon will wear the ribbon. Um, Paintball 100 says, I would go with the HK Army Lux X in custom anodized blue moon with laser engraving. Uh, yeah. I, I don't know if I'd want a speedball gun only because if I were to play like a, on a recreational field, I don't know. I, I, I'm not sure. I, I've been giving this one some thought. Gavin, do you have any more? I do. So Aaron McComb says, already has it. It's his carnivore. Oh. And Travis Wolf says a CCM 6.5. 
And our friend who has the old school gear, uh, the JT comm system, Bill Scribner says his Sheridan KP3. Boom. Nice. I don't know. Like, but what, what would you use? The KP3 would be great because that's probably something he's gotten used to and, and really ha- loves that marker. I guess I'm being selfish. I'm kind of looking at something that would cover most genres and cover kind of going into the future, right? Um, Robert Hansen says his 68 auto mag, that's just for Matt. <laughs> Steve McEwen says his CCMT2. Uh, little Wolfie Critchlow Wolf in the chat says, uh, hard question, but maybe his A5. Yeah. But he's going back. Like, I know he plays with the damn. Hot damn. Hot. But is he saying the A5 is better or uh, is going to have? I, I, I think it might be more consistent and more reliable in all conditions. Don't forget your hot, cold rain. Like, your damn is might not be a cold weather, a cold weather gun. So. I don't. Need, I don't even have an. I, I. I. don't know what I. I don't know what I would choose if I had to. I. I'll give you mine, and then maybe that'll help you think of yours. I. I think, it would be a toss-up, but I. Okay, the winner, in second place, I would say the Shocker CVS, because I want a light gun that's ambidextrous, that has a speedwell field, but I want a mechanical trigger. Um, but but that second place overall, I would say the MG, sorry, the M170R, much like uh, James was saying. I think that would be a gun that could take you far into the future. Timothy Sloan, who is up for competition, he would say his auto mag with a pump conversion. Oh, okay. Uh, ah. Marcelo Paintball Gun Tech Costa in the live chat uh, has the comment of the evening. He says, behind the bunker, love you guys. That is the comment of the evening. Yeah. That's great. That's so, a compliment. Not going to read everybody's names. He's but, also uh, a sharer. You you definitely get to be the Who's the guy from the, the Barbados? He should invite us down there and we'll do a live show from his patio. <laughs> I, I'm okay with that. That sounds creepy. <laughs> yeah. well, no, we won't um, sleep on this. I started patio. watching the Epstein documentary. Did you? Yeah, and there's a lot of inviting <laughs> to his house right now. I'm only one episode in. I don't know if it gets creepier than it already is, but it's pretty bad. Only when Prince Andrew comes in. So, sorry guys, I'm not going to read oh, your names no. out. Lots of automags, autocockers, uh, Inception Design, autococker, uh, MG100. So, there's a bunch of those who think that would be their perfect marker as well. Lorenzo RJ Wade in the live chat says, what would yours be, Gavin? <laughs> what would mine be? <laughs> Specifically me. Um, so, I would want, um, since I typically only play recreational paintball, maybe occasional big game, uh, something that's going to be cross-platform across genre. So I really enjoy my Tipman TMC, so I can play both Hopper Fit and Magfit as well. Nice. Uh, so that would also go with the MG100 as well, right? So Nice. Yeah, just something that I can uh, play multiple formats. Uh, John Maskin says no batteries for sure. Um, Richie Rampage Santos says the C3. Nice. And I know Josh isn't here, but I'm going to ask him anyways. Josh? Do you have anything to say? Yeah, no. You're not going <laughs> to ask me. Make sure you have your local airsoft or skater. Um, yeah. My thing's uh, not. Everyone else is. Uh, I think we. I, okay, so autococker or automag, that would be the the obvious distinction. I, I think I would have, up to a couple of months ago, would have, before shooting the Planet Eclipse gun, I would have probably chosen auto, uh, autococker. But will it work in the cold, too? Will, a cock, does it, will our cockers work in the cold? Or do the pneumatics, the pneumatics stick? <laughs> I <laughs> don't. One, in all honesty, Joe, you bring up a good point, but I don't think I've ever had problems with an autococker because of the cold. 
the three-way sticks. But the three-way runs a lower pressure. I I don't know, Matt. Low. I've had nothing but bad luck with autocockers throughout my entire paintballing life. Yeah, he was a bad person to yep. go to on that. <laughs> <laughs> Bit him too. <laughs> what about? I I don't know what I don't even know what I would what I would consider. Like uh, my my defender works in the cold. A chica Estrada said but, an angel. But if you had one marker, yeah. you want to play multiple formats yeah. or like just your your go-to, what would that be then? Would yeah. it be the defender? And I was oh, thinking I, even I, a pump because a pump would be good, but I don't want to be outgunned if I'm going to play something else. Yeah, so like, that's kind of why. I my defender, you could even go onto the speedball field of the defender. But Potentially, but I mean, if you're playing speedball, for me, I'm not going to play speedball. I want to play recreational, maybe some big games, and with the explosion, really, of uh, the MagFed genre. You want to be able to play, right? And so yeah. you can play Hopperfed or Magfed. Uh, yeah. And I think that's the direction I would go. Roger Weber says Metadyne Havoc. Come on, Come Roger. On, Roger. <laughs> what are you stalking, Nerf? What are you? <laughs> wrapped up in duct tape or something? Come on. Lisa, yeah. release him. Yeah. Joseph said cut a sock and put it on a hand warmer for your autococker. Because John Maskin says my cacker isn't happy in the cold. Yeah. Yeah. Try using painting. Try painting your nails and wearing rings, John. There you go. Okay. Um, <laughs> Matt. Automag. Yes, the automag I've been touting for years. It has to have at least a ULE body, level ten, and well, ha- based, of course, based on an RT. Belt. I'm gonna get my mini mag out. <laughs> okay, yeah. so we're gonna play Magfed tomorrow. Um, what are you playing with? No. Yeah. I tomorrow I'm gonna try an EMAC. Play it play an evening with just an EMAC. I, I've I've shot them What's co- an EMAC? Just a mechanical thing? Yeah. Yeah. We do we have one? We do. Oh, we I do. It'll it. be it'll be out tomorrow. Um yeah, so why don't we move on, ladies and gentlemen? I, I that that's a tough question and it's easy to just kind of spout it off, but really at the end of the day, in two years from now, who knows what sort of thing is gonna pop up. I mean, look at Magfed. As of Two or three years ago, MagFed was a distant dream. Yeah, really. When Die came out with a MagFed gun, people turned up their nose and thought, this is the most useless thing. At least I can put a hopper on it. Yeah. How far we've come, right? Who was the next person? Okay, now I'm talking mainstream because I know there was probably Ty- Mills well, there, Sig well, there was and, Tiberius. And there was other guys like that. But Die was probably the most mainstream that came out with it. And Titman. Then Titman then, then planted Eclipse, and that's kind of where we're at right now. No one else really has... Valken or what has picked up the Milsig. Yeah. But otherwise, those are really it. Modern combat sports is making, you know, add on kits for everybody's, you know, 98s and A5s and so on and so forth. And I know GI and an old game, I mean, um, Planet Eclipse is also a sponsor of the show, but I really appreciate it. And I the, the TMC, it, it's a entry level um, magbed marker that made it accessible to people to get into it and try it out rather than breaking the bank. So uh, it's something I still use. Obviously, you've seen that in the photograph, um, but I love it, and uh, I, I don't think I'm going to be disadvantaged when I'm against other MagFed players uh, with uh, significantly more or more expensive markers than I have. I think it's a fantastic platform, great marker. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. I That that topic we were talking about, about where is the boundary between cheating and, and real life, that is a real slippery slope. You're going there. Scorus? I'm still thinking about it. Because, like, okay, yeah, looking around the corner with a mirror or that scope system, 
would be cheating, I guess, to some people. First strike rounds, I, I, I don't know. A longer barrel, like where, where do you, like Joe brought up NASCAR. If everyone had to run the same equipment, then first strike rounds would be an advantage, right? Na NASCAR does weight, so you can have a car that has certain things, and within that, you can change whatever you want, but you have to be within weight and specs, right? Right. Okay, with respect to paintball, Todd, just because you can yeah. doesn't mean you should. Yeah, but look at look at that. Um, we, we were at the IAO in um, Cranberry, and they were talking about. Remember, they were talking about having everyone's gun the same board, so everyone yeah, yeah, yeah. shot consistently. Yep. Yeah. But would not it be? There was such it, protest against that from teams. But wouldn't it be interesting? I, and I've always said, you know, could you not have a tournament? And everybody has you just to have all the guns in a rack, and everyone picks up the same. Me up. Well, Iraq, say, is, Iraq is Iraq. dangerous right everyone, now. Yeah, everyone, I was say. everyone picks up. Everyone picks up a gun, a gun, because they're all identical off the rack. So you could have one game where Team A plays with Luxes, the next game Team B plays with oh. Planet Eclipse, and they're all set up. They're all set up exactly with the same loader and the same tank, and everyone just picks up their gun yeah. and goes. Joseph Ferrito in the live chat. He's also delicious. People used to hate. The flatline when it first came out, because yeah. that was an advantage. Uh, and then Ned Nella says, what about the flatline or the apex being able to shoot around corners and stuff like that, right? Like, where do you draw the line with with advantages or or, or cheating? I guess. Not cheating, but... Where does cheating become advantages? Or yeah, yeah. When does an advantage become cheating? So a flatline barrel is, is a bolt-on advantage. Like a strap-on. Yeah. Um, oh, I have a bell now. There you <laughs> go. Ah. Yes. I was bell free. For uh, first strike rounds are drop-in advantages. Yes. Uh, because it's, you're doubling the distance of your shot and increasing your accuracy. So you can't you can't not argue that that's an advantage. I don't know if I've ever played paintball with a first strike round. It's pretty awesome. It's fun. I, I don't like being on the other end of it, but it's certainly fun shooting them, that's for sure. Um Flatline barrels, but then what about a longer barrel? When you put a 14-inch barrel over a stock barrel, but to me, that's that's a given anyway. Look, look at the advantage we had when you got an autocock, and then we got a caner system, and you had, you know, yeah. and that's when paint was so consistent, and everyone was shooting like we had Phoenix projects, and we were shooting all-star paintballs, and you throw, you 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 got your autococker caner kit, man. That that tightened up your shot, and you had good paint. And you yep. had good There's paint. There's nothing you couldn't hit. Kevin Parkhurst says, "I've seen a dude weigh his first strike rounds and file them down. Absolutely, um, those are precision rounds, and I, but I'm that, torn. But I still think that's I, under, I understand why. I understand the motivation for doing it and the necessity of doing it. But then you're manipulating the projectile. Yeah. So that's a slippery slope." What's filing them down do? The fins? I think it's just for feeding better uh, within your, your mag. I thought it was for consistency. Consistency? Weight. Yeah, yeah, I think it's weight consistency. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you do? Weigh them on a, on a scale? Por for... Portogram, yeah. I've also heard of people putting a fluorescent nail polish on the inside of the round so as it's leaving the barrel, you can have a better visual on it depending on the shell color. Um, but again, these are... What about the uh, response trigger had a big advantage? Yeah, that's true. Ramping boards had a huge advantage. Ramp it. But none of these things, okay, like, they're only an advantage if no one else has them. I guess the first, everything we're talking about is only an advantage if no one else has them. 
So really, I guess that's the distinguishing point. It's not like you can... But yeah, I, I, going back to Joe's point, we watched a, a, a tournament where five guys took Model 98s out, stock, and all they did was add paint to them because they were sitting there at the starting gate. You couldn't get any better than that as far as, you know, it was the real player that, that came out ahead, right? Um, Kevin says, uh, sand the nipples down and they feed better through the mags. I do that too. Oh, wait, mags, you said. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I remember when you were a swimmer. That's right. You used to shave those things <laughs> down all the time. Cut milliseconds off my yeah, tongue. Yeah, yeah. All right, ladies and gentlemen, why don't we move on? That could be a discussion. We, we could just go in circles on that. Uh, Gavin, it's nice to have you back in the studio. I hope uh, hope you're enjoying your stay here. Yeah, it's absolutely wonderful to be back and connecting with other human beings versus uh, the Zoom world, although Zoom does have its purpose. Um, but, yeah, it's nice to be back in the studio again, so I appreciate you uh, opening up um, your bubble to me. We've had some really good Zoom shows. We have, Like, yeah. you have to admit, like, we had Budor and Tom K has got to be one of my favorite shows. We've had Simon Stevens on. I know we didn't have Pev on for, for our Zoom calls, but again, what a great guest. We've had the guys from Paintball Media. We had Tim Montresser and um, Russell. and Russell on the same show. We've had some really, really entertaining, great shows. Don't forget about the duds. But I'm done with the Zoom. Yeah, a little, little bit done. But one of the things I really enjoyed about, again, because we were all going through this COVID or lockdown, was the ability to connect with other paintball players around the world hear about their experiences not only with with covid and or as things opened up um but it was nice it made the world smaller it made it a little bit easier to tolerate uh, some of the lockdown again our yeah. saturday shows were, were just sort of zoom in and it was yeah, great yeah. Yeah. So we had people from all around the world we had from turkey germany australia all over the u.s and canada as well so yeah. it just made things a little bit more bearable and so i was grateful that we had that opportunity to do the saturday show and uh, and our monday and show. speaking of saturday show are we doing a saturday show this week I'm certainly open to it now that I'm back in the studio. That uh, yeah, whether we do that from our home offices or we do that here, I'm certainly up for uh, for doing another show. Why don't we do it from here? Because then I can test our Zoom feed with what we're doing, and because that way, that's how we're going to bring in our our guests over the next couple of weeks. Sounds good. So yeah, I'm open to it. So why don't we try that out? Um, hopefully, we'll have the full staff here. If not, we'll have partial, but we'll we'll definitely do a live show on Saturday night. If you guys would like to join us, what we're going to do is we're going to publicize the Zoom link when we go live and you guys can uh, can join us and be on the show like we were. We had a great opportunity to talk to Tim from uh, from Australia. Tim Miller, Steve Couchy from uh, Australia, Hot Shots in NXL Australia. And Pete Mossy, uh, Pete Moss. who from Turkey? What's his name? Effie. Effie yep. from Turkey. Man, we, he played paintball on the roof of a building. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> yeah. They had a paintball, a speedball field set up on the roof of a building. Like That's why no one took the tape line. Yeah. <laughs> I'll go up the middle. Uh, <laughs> everybody runs down the middle. It's just a, a, a single pile line. Yeah. So, yeah, well, watch for that, ladies and gentlemen. We'll hopefully do that. And then uh, we, we put that up as our podcast as well. So if you can't get an opportunity to see that, uh, you guys can check that out as well. Uh, Wes Shockley gets the last final comment on their topic we were talking about a few minutes ago. Uh, he says no one is limited to b obtaining first no, exactly. rounds. Like everyone can get them too, yep. right? So That's true. Yeah. All right. Well, here we go. We got a few more minutes left. I want to uh, do a quick prices round, prices right round. You guys haven't been in the studio in a while. And uh, Matt, I'm going to include you in on these because these are... It's been uh, months. It's been months. So let's get you on this. You can be Josh tonight. Winner gets a destiny patch. Nice. 
Look at that. That's me. We're playing for we're yeah, playing for tings gets a red, white, and blue destiny patch. You actually get a choice. You either get a purple and blue destiny patch or a red, white, and blue. Your choice. It's like racing for pinks. But if you know what our first item is, <laughs> Thank you, Matt. just winning the first item would be I an missed, awesome thing. I, wish, I missed you, Matt. <laughs> Thank you. It's been less eye rolling tonight. <laughs> uh, PT Professional Paintball Gun. The silver edition. Really? Yes, sir. Someone want that? Uh-huh. I don't know if it's a silver edition or somebody just sanded off the paint. I All of these guns that you guys are going to find are going to be in mint condition because they never made it to a field. Oh, true. They never held air or shot. <laughs> so they're all going to be in great shape. So don't go by the uh, the look of the gun. But here what it is. Price is right rules, ladies and gentlemen. Post up your bids in the live chat and help the guys on the show. Uh, bid on it. Lorenzo Wade gets the first one in. He says $125, Bob. Wow. James Uploadus Bartz is 150. John Maskins, which I personally think is maybe a little better, says $35. Um, but again, this is eBay, ladies and gentlemen. Gavin, welcome I'm back, sir. I'm a little lower than John. I'm going to say $25, Bob. $25. Uh, Achika Estrada says $65. Tracy Santos says $82. Wes Shockley, $100. And Devin Schwartz, $85. Daniel Barney Alamo, $110. But he's got that He's got that Barney money. No, it's like he's this, got Barney residual money coming the, the in. The stimulus checks haven't been cashed yet, apparently. Like, <laughs> That's true. But people money. are home watching his reruns. Uh, the Scribner says $32. And uh, Parkhurst, $130. Phil Evans, $75. JPE, $60. Joe, more importantly, what do you say? Um, I'm going to say $82. 82 bucks. Wow. Oh, you took uh, someone bid 82 bucks. That means you're going to have to split the patch uh, with uh, who was it here? Tracy Santos. Matt, what do you think? Can you get the final bid in? I, uh, I'll kind of split it and go 50 bucks. Okay. Uh, Charles Holton says $11.75 and Mike Holstrom $69. This sold for, oh, and this is all US dollars, $125. Oh, why? I, I, I know. There's wow. a sucker wow. born wow. every day. Um, let's see if I can find this next one here. Do, do, do. Do you know how much stuff I threw out last just week? sat on. <laughs> just, I just threw out stuff. I just couldn't. I'm going to show you the picture, and then you guys can. Okay, uh, so now that you see the picture, this is a Spider Hammer 7. Okay. Okay. Well, well done. Are, okay. But those are not. Those, Those are, are dime, dime mags, They're so. damn mags, yeah. Then you put a magwell on it? He done did a lot of modifications on this, but it is the, the base gun is a Spider Hammer 7. Okay. There looks like there's an apex barrel on it. I don't know what you call that stock, Joe. Maybe you know, but it's... It's like uh, a magpole stock, but I, I think it's something 3D. You know what? The, look at it. The whole magwell and, and stock is all 3D printed, it looks like. Yeah, I believe you're it's right. It's like a one-piece... But does that add value or take away value? I don't know. If, it, that, if, if it actually shoots and it's set up for a remote line. Is, is it still pump or bolt action? Like, uh, it looks like it is. It looks pump. Pump. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I see the bridge there. Oh, the break there. Yeah. Open your eyes. <laughs> All right. So who won that one? Joe. Joe did. Joe did. So what are you bidding on this one? 162. 162. Chica Estrada says 320 bucks. Charles Holton, 300 bucks. And JP East, wow. 650. John Maskins, 350. Bill Scribner, 450. Matt, what are you saying? Ooh, um, 
I'm going to say some poor sucker paid 350 Okay. J.P. East was at the field on, on Tuesday night playing uh, paintball with uh, Bob Spicer. Nice. Yes. I wish I had Santos money. She's bidding 355 And Phil Evans at 225 Gavin, you get the final bid on here. I'm going 400 even, Bob. 400 even. Uh, Wes Shockley is also oh, doing same. 400 yeah. even. You guys are like twinsies. We are twinsies. <laughs> and John Vance, 325 bucks. Roger Weaver, 380 bucks. This sold for $500. Wow. Oh. Gavin won. I think eBay the me? trick. Yeah. Okay, let's sum up some of the tricks here. First of all, if you custom paint something, that seems to fetch good money, doesn't it? Yes. Not always, but as an average. If you put limited edition, rare, or retro, that also adds value. If you could find a paintball gun with those three things, retro and uh, and it's painted, I think you're going to fetch a pretty good dollar. And if it's retro paint, you're in business. <laughs> yeah. Painted red, yes. Do you know where our Tipman 98s are? Those ones of 3,000? Oh, my God. I haven't seen them. I haven't seen them either, Joe. And I have no idea. And then I have another box, and I don't know where it is, with an SMG 60 in it. I have no idea where that is. Now you got me worried. I don't know either. So we're, we're missing those two 98s that are ones of the 3,000, the 20th anniversary. The anniversary. And I, don't yeah. and I don't know where my SMG 60 is. Hopefully we'll come across it. Um, this will be, uh, okay, well, this is technically a... What the hell? A, it's a so shame. it's a champagne gun. Cool. Yeah, it has a trigger. It's gold. What do you guys think here, you ladies make, and gentlemen? Now, can you make mimosas with that shit? <laughs> now, is that the Dom Perignon adapter? Uh, Dom Perignon. Dom Perignon, <laughs> yes. yes. I'll have the Dom Perignon. Yeah. <laughs> it's like I told this story before, but my buddy and I were in Barrie. I was visiting him at the police college, and we went to Casey's. Uh, for dinner and he had never been there before so he was trying it and he grabs the menu and points at it and he says to the, to the, to the waitress can I have the rotisserie chicken dinner please oh yeah it's succulent <laughs> you mean the rotisserie <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but he thought it was some sort of fancy <laughs> anyways uh, who won the last one Gavin well, did you, right you and your illiterate friends yes <laughs> <laughs> well that's why he was at police college <laughs> oh. um, as I get arrested tonight yeah. Gavin what are you thinking for this um, I'm gonna go with the twenty-five dollars. Kenny Hunter says sixty. Joseph says a dollar. Phil Evans twelve ninety-five. Daniel says thirty-five bucks. Richard Knott says nineteen ninety-five. Bunker Village, Idaho Falls paintball. Hey, there's no. Uh, Where do you think they are? No promoting your. <laughs> there's here, no promoting you? on here. Twelve ninety-five. That's his given name. Damn it. Yeah. How do you get that all on a visa? Shockley from the West says eighty bucks. And Devin Schwartz, $5 for the champagne gun. And I'm uh, not going to read it out, but Mike Holstrom, I love your comment, my friend. Oh, now I have to stop the show to go back and look <laughs> at it. What was it? Come on, you have to read it out. I can't find it. For when basic bitches want to get crazy at brunch. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Joe, what are you thinking on this? Uh, uh, $28. Okay. Lorenzo Wade with the big bunny says 20 bucks. Matt, what are you thinking? I'm going to be true to Zuby and bid $1. All right. This sold for one hundred thirty-nine dollars. Wow. Does that come with the champagne? It does not. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> if you can afford a hundred thirty-nine dollar plastic gold gun, you can afford the champagne, I guess. How are we doing for score? Joe with a commanding lead, two to one over over uh, Garvin. Okay, we'll do a real quick one here. If you guys get on the board, then we'll continue. If nice. not, okay. then you are done. This one's going to be a difficult one. Brand new smart parts anti-siphon. 
<laughs> really? Now, now you can use that for HPA as well, right? Uh, yeah, yes. keep the liquid. <laughs> but make sure you shoot oil in first. <laughs> yeah. Then you don't have to worry about anything siphoning. Oh, there you go. God. That was uh, that was a great product of ours until we figured out how to outsource all the parts. But that was that was a big seller back in the day, ladies and gentlemen. Um, who won the last one? Joe. Joe. Okay, Joe. What are you thinking? Eight bucks. Eight bucks. Matt. I bet someone has, you know, some sort of novelty with this item. So I'm gonna bet forty dollars. All right. Uh, Lorenzo Wade says 25. John Maskin says five bucks. What does Gavin Sharma think? I agree with JP East. My bid is ten dollars, Bob. Ten bucks. You bid ten. You bid. I bid forty. Joe bid eight. Eight bucks. You all overbid. Oh man. Yeah, yeah. That went for five bucks. That makes sense. Yeah. All right. Let's move on real quick. Let's see what else I got. Make it quick and simple here for you, ladies and gentlemen. I was the closest. All right. <laughs> Yes, but you went over. Here we go, ladies and gentlemen. Private label, cash money, smart parts, impulse. I have never seen a cash money impulse before. So it's vintage rare? Yes, but it didn't list it as vintage rare, so. Is that as in Todd Martinez cash money? I, I think so, but I don't see any demarcation on there showing anything. I think it's just a private label. I'm your private label. That's like a private dancer. A little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe the Let's mil turn maybe her the, on maybe to the other milling, things right now. Maybe the milling has something to do with it. Maybe. But it is a private label. It is an impulse by Smart Parts. That was a hell of a gun when that came out back in the day. It with sure the, was, With yep. the fang trigger or whatever I they called it. I had a green one of those and you had some fancy one. Oh, I had Jeez. a strange brand impulse. I loved those Get until I strange. shot them. <laughs> um, Richard Knott says 200 bucks. James says 350 bucks. Rest Shockley, 500. Mike Holstrom, 400. And JP from the East says 350. What are you guys thinking? Joe, I guess you're up on this one. <sighs> I don't know. How are we supposed to know? Um, you just guessed, Jackass. That's the game. <laughs> 285. Why do you got to be like that? <laughs> All right, Matt, what are you thinking? Let's go crazy with um, 500. Oh, okay. you jerk. Gavin. All right, I'm going to go $501, oh, Bob. <laughs> all right, you bastards will all just succumb to Joe. This sold for 250 bucks. Wow. You all overbid. All right. I said you all overbid. <laughs> I was closest. <laughs> Jesus. This has got to end soon. It does have to end soon. Speaking of ending, guys, if you guys have stuck it out through the whole show or if you're just tuning in now, thank you so much for checking it out. Do you guys know that you can listen to us as a podcast uh, during work or school or anywhere where you guys are commuting by just going to iTunes or anywhere you guys get your favorite, uh, favorite podcast from, even on Spotify right now, uh, you guys can find us. Go ahead and download the show. I promise it sounds more interesting when you're not looking at us. Um, but yeah, I would definitely go do that. After the show, we upload it right away. So by midnight, the show's residing on all podcast servers uh, in the, out there on, in the uh, world of podcasts. Um, Gavin Charmer, thank you for being back in studio. Great to be here, guys. Again, I was very excited about being here, not only for the sandwich of the bear, but I can actually interact with you real time, and it was wonderful to do so. Uh, on your way out, make sure you hit that like and or share button. Uh, we certainly appreciate you joining us this evening, and make sure you tune in Saturday night for our Zoom show. Hopefully, it's our international show as well. Uh, so it'll be two, two weekends or two programs this week of BTB. Make sure you tune in. Thank you for joining us. Yeah, yeah. And... Um so this is one and done? You're one back for one show and that's it? One and done. Very good. Really? 
What are you going to yeah, be? Yeah. What? And uh, thank you to Joe Kimson from Flaggers Painful. Thanks, guys and girls, for tuning in tonight to uh, Beautiful Behind the Bunker, uh, our Monday night show. Don't forget, tomorrow is Mission Tuesday at the Outdoor Field. We'll be there from 5 till 9. And uh, Saturday and Sunday, we're open. But if you don't want any paintball, don't want to play, you just want to talk about it, uh, watch us next Monday night. Yeah, yeah. And Saturday night. And Saturday night, maybe. And uh, thank you to Matt for pushing buttons. And thank you. Unfortunately, uh, Dwayne King is asking, where was Josh? You're dead to me again, Dwayne. You're dead to me again. <laughs> um, Josh uh, was in an episode of Tremors and got grabbed by a graboid. So unfortunately, he was not able to be in today, but he will Look be back. Netflixing. You like that, eh? <laughs> Actually, I, I haven't succumbed to watching it. I've seen oh, it twice in so my life, good. and I will never. No. Yeah, I watched it like a month ago. All right, we're going to wrap so up now while we still have fans. <laughs> no kidding. Thank you guys for tuning in. We'll see you guys on Saturday or back next Monday night. <laughs>